Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. So, uh, moving swiftly on, uh, before we do uh, uh, our review of NXT this week, we will go to our new segment once again, uh, Tidbits and Trinkets, with our main man, Aaron. What have you got for us this week? Right, so it's time of recording is the 24th of September, so we're going to do the 23rd and the 24th. So on the 23rd, in 1974, Matt Hardy's born. All right, there you go. That's the only one you're getting for that day, for boop, boop. birthday, birthday-wise anyway. On the 23rd of September, 1994, Herb Abrams' UWF presented Blackjack Brawl yes. in MGM Grand Arena, which is a capacity 16,800. Troy, do you want to take a guess on what the crowd attendance was? Uh, about 20,000. <laughs> 600. Oh! <laughs> I thought we were so they crammed them in. Meltzer rated it. About that show. Meltzer yeah. rated it in 1994, the worst show of the year. <laughs> so I've got a quick tidbit about that show where Mick Foley had, uh, I think it was a street fight with Jimmy Snooker. Uh, and a lumberjack match. It was it a lumberjack match? Yeah. They fought, they fought in the crowd. And because it was showing how empty the place was, they just ended the match. Double counts. Double counts. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, and like you've got Cactus Jack and Jimmy Snooker. You've also got Sid Vicious and Dr. Death for the world title. It wasn't like there were nobodies there. there were, it was a full card of known names. It, it wasn't like there were nobodies there, but there was nobody there. <laughs> 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 oh. And if you don't know who Herb Abrams is, watch Dark Side I love of the anything Rings. about... Yeah, I love so anything good. about the UWF. Honestly. Or if you, ha- if you haven't got an hour, uh, Brian Zane of Wrestling With Regret does um, a really good like breakdown of it on YouTube. Show. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, not, uh, it's not as good as Dark Side of the Ring, but it is very good. Awesome. And on the same day in 1995, Steve Austin debuts in ECW with his watchworthy promo where he's the Steve star. <laughs> Good what now? <laughs> Monday night so, Nyquil. So w- <laughs> Monday night Nyquil. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. So oh basically, he, he just got the sack for WCW, so he went to ECW, and he became the Steve Star for one promo, and he basically <laughs> took the pitch out of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh wow! Worthy to watch it. Um, on the 24th now, Stephanie McMahon in 1976 is born from the genetic jackhammer himself. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> and as I say, there wasn't much left for the 24th. So in, two, in 2017, who says it like that? In 2017. I, I've, got, I've, got one, I've got one for the 24th. Oh, come on then. Kurt Angle debuted in TNA. Ooh. Uh, Oh, that, ooh. Ooh, that's, that's a hot one. <laughs> that's, that's a big one to overlook, isn't it? 
Um, in 2017, no mercy happened, where I'm not going to run for the car, but three significant things happened. So Enzo Amore beat Neville for the cruiserweight title. Jesus which then, Christ. A couple of weeks later, Neville put in a, a resignation, which got declined. So he sat about for about a year. <laughs> Brock Lesnar beat Strowman in about five to ten minutes with one F5. Oh, it was awful that much. And Roman Reigns beat John Cena in the first and only singles match they had against each other. That was a good match. Yeah, that was decent. I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Thanks that, a lot, Aaron. Is that your lot? That's my lot. Thank you very much, Aaron. Tune in, same time, next week. So, NXT from this week. Not a bad show. Um, we open with it the... was it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's had its highlights. I, I'd say my only criticism of it was that the opening match and the closing match were both very long matches. So yeah, it, there wasn't a lot of like breathing room in between everything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I um, I get what you're saying. I mean, saying that a battle royale and an elimination gauntlet match aren't going to be short matches, but no. <laughs> I think these these felt like ones where they did drag maybe a little longer. And when we, obviously we'll get into the women's battle royale in a minute, and we did mention it in the news section, there were a lot of, I don't want to say nobodies, that's harsh, but there were a lot of... Um, what you Jobbers. Want? Jobbers. Enha- enhancement <laughs> talent. People that, I, I, people that are, you know, we haven't seen on TV. And whilst it was nice to have them, they were in there just as kind of placeholders. And I think because of that, this felt like it dragged longer. There wasn't a huge amount of star power in there. Mm. That's very true. Yeah. So, yeah, we opened with that. The the Women's Battle Royale uh, number one contender match. Um, we see, I think, I can't remember if it's as people are entering or just as it started, but we see Candice LeRae uh, take out Tegan Knox backstage and my God, does Tegan sell the fuck out of that? She <laughs> smashes uh, the, the flight that, case into the knee. I was going to say, that was brilliant in the way that Candice is just kicking the fuck out of Tegan's knee. And then Tegan's selling it. And then as they're checking up on it, like you don't even see it on camera. You yeah. just see Candice, like, From out last nowhere. second, just swinging into a knee. I was like... Brutal. <laughs> brutal, brutal. Um, then we get... And I, I, I don't want to shit on this match too much, but... <laughs> this this I'm gonna shit on something in this match, by the way. There, there was two. There was two parts of this match. Really, there was the part where I like to, I like to call it trimming the fat, where, um, <laughs> where like Rhea and Raquel were literally just throwing out jobbers for fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like get, getting rid of the people who no one really give a fuck about. Yeah. Speaking um, of which, just as the match kicked off, and there was clearly there was the bit where. Rhea Ripley came in and she was on the apron doing her whole kind of um, pose and stuff. And then she gets in the ring and the bell goes and there's a bit of a kind of stare down. And I don't know if anyone noticed in the back, but there's there's two girls in the back. One of them clobbers one of them on the chest as it goes off. And she's still just looking forward at Rhea Ripley and waiting for it to happen. And she gets clearly hit in the chest, stands there. <laughs> And then she sees that everyone else oh, satisfying, and then she turns around and then takes the second one and reacts to it. 
like I'm I'm nitpicking. I didn't I'm see just, that. Just, yeah, <laughs> go back and watch it. She's wow. She's a good, I think oh, she's in like kind of a, a red, a red and yellow kind of like tra- uh, like bottoms and top. The back on the left, and yeah, she just absolutely no sells it. Anyway, <laughs> there, there was some um, there was some really funny eliminations in this match though. Um, mm. So I've wrote a few down that like kind of like I thought oh, that was that was it. that was interesting. Um, there's one where I, I've just put a jobber. I think her name was Rita. Um, it's like Mambo number five. This fuck me. Um, <laughs> all these all jobbers to, with random names. We, we all want to hear Mambo's one through four. So a little bit of Rita um, gets Raquel in an armbar. Raquel lifts her up with one arm and throws her over the top while still in an armbar. It was awesome. Super. Um, and then another one, which Beth Phoenix said was called a little bit of Emily. Um, <laughs> she tries a springboard. Rhea kicks her out of the air. Um, and just she just hits the floor each shit. Um, <laughs> and then Catalina, who's Sin Cara's old manager for like a week on Raw that time when they were feuding with Andrade. Oh, God, and yeah. She goes for a splash wow. off the top rope and Raquel Fox just it. boots her off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> Again, goes to the floor, eats shit. Um, <laughs> and then after this, once he got rid of all like the kind of like no-name people, so at this point as well, Rhea and um, Raquel are like four four in eliminations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it kind of becomes the Casey Catanzaro show. Today, so, today, buckle up, boys. Oh fuck! Here we go. <laughs> buckle up, boys. Did, did I Buck, just say your trigger word? Buckle up, <laughs> buckle up, listeners. <laughs> right, that shitty fucking hitting the floor and our feet doesn't touch the ground. If we're going to take rules so literal, right? Why did Brandy Rose lose when she got like passed out in that sleeper hold on Tuesday night? Because she uh, didn't tap out, she passed out. So technically, she didn't tap out to the submission. What? She didn't submit. So if we're being literal about the rules here, I mean, because I didn't touch the, the floor. I was going to say why? Because because the rule is as long as your feet don't touch the floor. Right. The re- right, feet the didn't rest touch the floor. the floor. They didn't touch exactly. the floor. I mean, come on. She should be it. Don't there's, be ridiculous. Aaron, hang on, Aaron. Aaron don't did, be ridiculous. The, the whole last year I know. they did one where Kofi Kingston literally landed on a fucking pancake. And then I know. because his foot was on a pancake. <laughs> but now he wasn't at, least one, at least it wasn't the whole like body lying on the floor, but, but her what? feet were in the, the air. Feet are sitting up, yeah. so it's fine. Feet were in the air. Nonsense. Don't stick up. So I, absolutely I, nonsense. I've just the verbiage on the rules say. Both feet must touch the floor, not all of you must must touch the floor. Exactly. Just both feet. So if you're in a submission match and then pass out, have you submitted? No, you've passed that's out. That's tap out or pass out, though. It's that's, that's, that's how, would that's be how it works in like MMA, though, as well. Yeah. I've just written down. Out or... Yeah. No, 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 no I, I get you. But I have just put, <laughs> of course, there was a Casey Cantazara spot outside the ring. Because of course there was there fucking she's, loads of them. She's a fucking ninja warrior. There's about ten it of was, them. It was the exact same spot she'd done in the first rumble. Well or second, was, whatever it was. It was good then. It was all right now. Uh, it, it, was, it was still good. Um we then get Ripley and Gonzalez eliminating each other, which I actually didn't see coming. Before this, um it was during the break in the picture and picture. Okay. Rhea eliminated Aaliyah by pulling a false eyelash, lashes off her. 
Jesus wept. And then she <laughs> fell onto Robert Stone. Who's booking this match? Vince? And then Rhea's like waving around and the camera's like, oh, don't, don't do that. Don't play up to it, Rhea. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there was a really cool Casey Catanzaro spot where she was like throwing out the ring and she kind of like lands on like the barrier slash guardrail. Oh, yeah. And she climbs up the hockey board thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she jumps onto the steps and gets kicked in the face by someone waiting for her. And then she kind of like bounces back onto it like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Caden Carter gets like picked up over the top rope by, um, what's her name, Raquel. And she's like shouting Caden. Caden leans over to like pull her back. And as she's doing it, Raquel like knocks Caden off. So then Caden like basically like, grabs Casey so Casey can use her shoulders as like a bridge between the ring and the, the thing. That was great. Thought, yeah, it's Somebody should good. just push them over. Well, I thought there were two things coming out of that little spot there. I thought, firstly, it's Casey's fault that Caden got eliminated because if Caden wasn't trying to reach over and get her back in, she'd have just been out to go in herself. Secondly, I thought we might see, I know it's early on, we've only seen them on TV a few times, but I thought, oh, well, if they're playing into the fact that she was only eliminated because she was trying to help her get back in, we might see some sort of heel turn. And when she kind of put her up on her shoulders, I thought, oh, she might just dump her off. She didn't. Yeah. But... I, yeah. I'd have thought that if they hadn't just got a name that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. They got a tag team name that day, which is like the Spitfires or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So Did they announce they on got, TV? Or? Uh, no, it was their entrance music got released and it was as that. Oh, like they okay. went, It wasn't called like Casey and Caden, it was called the Spitfires or something like that. That's oh, right. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah that, that elimination that you were talking about, about a second mm-hmm. though, um, Rhea and Raquel, that, that was that was great. Um, it looked seamless the way they did it as well, but like at the yeah. same time, it looked like as it looked clunky enough that because it was two big people doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. I, I feel like we've not seen the last of that feud either. Oh, that's gonna go. There's, it's gonna be. I reckon it'll be similar to kind of the Martinez one where we're going to get like a, a no holes barred or a street fight or something. It's not going to be a, a, a normal one-on-one against those two. It, they're war, games. war games. War games. War games. <laughs> oh, we've almost, we're, we're near war games, aren't we? That's December. Yeah. War, war games. games. It's, uh, <laughs> it's war games. It's November. It's the same, yeah. same weekend so, as nah, Survivor they, Series. They moved it back to um, oh, have they? first weekend of December. Okay. The... I mean, still. Still. They would be having it. War games. War games. games. <laughs> Adam Cole <laughs> Fuck right, about before we get too sad so, um, <laughs> so there's another cool Casey bit which she did in last year's Rumble as well that um, she gets thrown over the top rope she kind of like as she's going in momentum she kind of like scurries around the ring post from like one oh, yeah. corner to the other yeah 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 or from one side of it to the other sorry I should say Um and then she like head scissors, the, jumps over the top rope, head scissors the person out. Yeah. And then it's down to the final four, which is Casey and Shotzi, Dakota and Candice. Um, Dakota eliminates Casey with a quick corner kick, misses on Shotzi, and Shotzi throws her out over the top. And it's Shotzi and Candice, the final two. Um, both women for the, the duration of this are having near misses. Yeah. Uh, it's went for like a, quite a while, uh, like just the two of them, um, which. Teases a future match, which I'm cool with because they had great chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Um, the finish is that Shotty um, 
goes on the top rope for like a splash or something for whatever reason in a battle royal. Candice goes up. Uh, they both kind of like fighting on the top. They both get knocked off to opposite aprons. Shotzi pulls Candice into like the turnbuckle bar mm-hmm. in between the like the turnbuckle and the post. Candice falls onto the steps and then but her feet are still on. And then as Shotzi's trying to like shove her off, Candice uses her feet to kind of like catapult Shotzi off and then wins. Um, and Johnny Carr kind of comes out like John Teddy <laughs> celebrates <laughs> like he won it. <laughs> Fully kitted up. <laughs> yeah. I was pissing yeah. myself with that. The, um, the finish the race, I thought thing. was, yeah, um, it is because obviously Shotzi had her match against Shirai last week. And I think that already kind of showcased her off that she's definitely going to get, you know, an opportunity, if not the belt at some point. I think, I, I think that there's big, big things for her in the pipeline. There's, um, there's something that we're going to be talking about later that I think is why they've gone with this match now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, I, I found the finish a little bit weird. It, it yeah, was I, just... I didn't realise it was happening until it happened. No, nor did I. And I, I had to go back and watch it. back into the ring. Me too. And I think... Um, I, I, I get why they went with that as a finish because, well, otherwise it's just a standard, oh, they just knocked them kind of over the rope and they're out as usual, which is fine. It works 99.9 times out of 100. But... Um, and it was obviously trying to go for something different, but it just kind of felt almost a bit convoluted. Yeah. Like, just bounce her off the steps of the ring post and put her out. Like, this whole kind of, oh, we're turning and throwing on the ring steps. And there's this kind of, uh, yeah, it was just a bit of a weird finish. It was a me. bit of a tight uh, camera angle as well to be able to, to see make it out properly. How, yeah. Which, again, is why I then had to kind of go back and be like, oh, right, that's what happened then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think that the right winner in the end, and I think Shotzi's destined for the bigger things later on. So yeah, yeah, it's all right. Um, yeah, after this, we've got a uh, Damian Priest promo. He bigs up how big the match at Takeover is going to be with him and Johnny. He's facing Austin Theory tonight. He puts him over and says how talented he is, but he's still going to beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says to Sarah, "Oh, see you at the after party." <laughs> the slimy just bastard he is slimy bastard just whoring himself around the backstage he's desperate no, to get Sarah's knickers isn't he? He is. Is he is he meant to be like an anti-hero now like not a heel he's meant to be a face yeah like a cool face yeah Aye. a lovable rogue yeah because like he's got a, a hot tub in the back that's it the triple <laughs> the triple H comes up to him two sweets him in and then he fucks up <laughs> that hot tub's always set up there at Full yeah. Sail Universe the whole time just ready <laughs> hot tub with harpies in it um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> after this we've got the tag team titles bit um, so this Fandango's was this was fucking this wonderful. was so so good uh, this is this is when Silly is done right yeah because yeah, yeah, it yeah. was really fucking stupid but at the same time I was like oh, that's, that's, that's quite good that I enjoyed I'm, that I'm it wasn't pointless either it wasn't pointless either. Yeah, actually it had an outcome. Um, like it yeah. had, yeah. So Spandango's dressed like Sherlock Holmes, surrounded by a mem- by uh, Raul Mendoza, Fabian Eichner, Danny Birch, and Roderick Strong. Um, Regal comes in, and mm. he's like, "What?" Oh, can I just say, just I, you probably picked up on it as well, but just did anyone else notice the names 
the I have the list here. Put on <laughs> Danny, list, yeah. Danny Birch, Uno Lorkin, Fabio Acne, Marty Barty, <laughs> Billy Fish, Robert Strong, <laughs> Ryan Bulldozer, and Quinoa Wild. <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. Ryan Bull, <laughs> Ryan Bulldoze that had me in stitches. I, 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 this is why I watched this segment a lot more than a lot Raw? of other people probably did. <laughs> Definitely a lot more than anything I saw on Raw. I, I went back and rewatched this bit. Um, so, so. Yeah, it, it was, there's so many little things in it. I was like, fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> William Regal come in and he's like, What's going on? And then Fandango goes, oh, William old boy. And he goes, whoa, no English accents. <laughs> and then he says, why are you dressed like that? You look like a right top hat. <laughs> I was um, convinced he called him a twat until you so said So was I, hat. which is another reason why I kept rewinding it. I was like, did he just call Dango a twat? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, part of me thought, oh, hang on, did he call him a twat? And then try and reconnect, like, um, recorrect himself halfway through. And that's what sounded weird. But like, yeah. Like uh, Randy Orton dropping an F-bomb on Raw this week. Is that what he said? I, was, I didn't yeah. bring it up on that, but I was like, oh, there was a bit that they he kind dropped, of beat down. Yeah, I, was like, I just remembered then when you said that. I was like, He was Shit, like, oh, I, I didn't take one Claymore, two Claymore, three Claymore. And then he was like, no, no, three Claymore. I did take three Claymores. I didn't hear what yeah. he said. Right, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he basically, he, Dango pitches the Bert and Strong team up to face Mendoza and Eichner. The winning team face each other's teams in next week, and the winners face Breezango at Takeover. I thought that was um, really clever. Yeah, like it's really really... Doesn't understand, and then Bears translates it for him and Cockney what rhymes slang. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I was like, that's fucking brilliant. I had to go back and watch that as well because I was like, I don't yeah. understand what he's saying, and it was only after rewinding it like three times I was like, oh, okay, he's gone with Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Regal's like, oh, it's a good idea, and just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. So, I, that was, so that good. was like my favourite part of the whole show, I think. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was silly, but it was like, it was good. And it was yeah. kind of like a breath of fresh air and after Definitely. like a big, intense battle royal. Yeah. Uh, after the match, uh, after the match, after that, we've got uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Jake Atlas. Um, Jake Atlas comes out really aggressive. He, Straight yeah, from really the did. Um, he tries to do the catapult thing underneath the ring apron on the framework that Champa did. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Champa kind of retreats back in the ring and hits like a horrible clothesline on Atlas. And then he keep Champa keeps shouting at him, I'm the champ, I'm the main event. Do you want to eat at my table? I was like, some of his trash talks just fantastic. Um, Jake Atlas goes to do his cartwheel DDT. Um, after hitting a moonsault and a really nice looking blockbuster, um, Champa, as he's doing the cartwheel, Champa like swipes his arm and he just like takes a horrible spill. Champa mm-hmm. hits Willow Bell on a one count, he breaks it and then he screams at him, Do you want to eat at my table? Um, I love that. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, Champa's, Champa's trash talking and this was fucking awesome. Um, and then he I hits like a modified this. version of. Um, I like this. Sorry, just I love this version oh, of Champa. Like I really, yeah. really do. It so feels good. It, it feels kind of like, um, kind of like when he was feuding with Gargano initially. Yeah. When he turned heel. Yeah. But yeah. it feels a lot more vicious, and he's just yeah. he's, 
one of my favorite wrestlers, and that's why. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, modified fairy tale ending and Chamber wins. Um, then afterwards, we got a Ridge Holland vignette, which um, I I've literally just wrote. He played rugby, and he's a Yorkshire lad. <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, there isn't. Uh, there's, I, I quite actually, like it. I've, there was I've, something. Like, um, there was something they said during the match where he was like undefeated for like the whole year in NXT UK. It's like, yeah. mate, it's been COVID since May or whatever. Yeah. Well, um, I'm his guessing match... the talk. I'm guessing they're talking about him because um, they rebranded them and put them on NXT UK. And then brought them back to NXT proper. Yeah, my so I'm guessing um, that's what alludes to. My question with this was, why isn't he just on NXT UK? Because remember, we were saying the other day about there being kind of number one contenders for Volta, and being like, it doesn't feel like there's been anyone legitimately that stepped up, and it's been kind of like size-wise similar, apart from maybe like was it Joe Coffee? Joe Coffee, yeah. But apart from that, there hasn't really been anyone. And if you look at the division, there also <coughs> isn't really anyone, like, size-wise. And then I was like, saw him, and was like, why isn't he just on NXT UK? Like, granted, like, he's still... Apparently, um, he's one of the talents they've seen as, like, the next kind of big thing. Oh, really? So they're trying to, like, speed him up through NXT, and then Vince wants him on main ASAP, because he's got... Because he he's got such a... Because wow. he's got such like a unique, um, like not not gimmick, but like he does have like a different look, and he's obviously got like the broad Yorkshire accents, and yeah. he's coming out with peaky blinders. Get up, um, <laughs> my. We'll get to it a little later. I have got something to note about his ring attire, but I'll mention it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, after this, we got a gauntlet eliminator high promo. It's just. It's just all the guys making the case while Corey Taylor's singing about it. Yeah. Um, and Corey Taylor was wearing a Bad Street USA t-shirt, which I liked. Yes, lad. Um, <laughs> fabulous. Because he's a massive wrestling fan, isn't he, Corey? Yeah. Why he's got just... a wrestling belt made. Yeah, I saw it. It's the name of his album, isn't it? Like, CMFT. CMFT. Yeah. Which I'm assuming Corey stands for Corey Taylor. motherfucking Taylor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, nice. he's got that rap, vi- that rap song he did where in the video... There's cameos from Baron Corbin, uh, Corey Graves, and Jericho. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's a fucking dreadful song. Don't go and check oh. it. Oh, I was going to say, I'll have a look. It's like a five-minute yeah. It's a five minute video for like a couple of cool cameos. There's, there's oh. a couple of like cool music cameos as well, but yeah, not worth it. Um, it after <laughs> this, we've got Roddy and Birch versus Mendoza and Eichner. Um, from, the, from the start, it's Eichner and Strong. Um, and then Eichner tags in Mendoza, but he doesn't give him a normal tag. He gives him like a a Volta style shot. It was, wasn't it? It was brutal. <laughs> he just fucking like caves his, his chest in. And then Mendoza's like, oh. <laughs> And that's why uh, Raul left his t-shirt on for the match. Um, the, whole, the whole story of this match is that like Danny Birch is getting worked over the whole match and Roddy keeps trying to get in and... Yeah, Roddy was kind of baby faced in this match, but at the same time, he wasn't. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, I did, I wasn't quite sure who, well, apart from um, Danny Birch, I was like, well, the way they've been kind of putting across like the undisputed area in recent weeks, I don't know how I'm meant to take Roddy strong in this. Yeah, um, 
<clears throat> well, they still they still they keep them like shades of grey. I guess is the best way to put it. Um, yeah. So, couple of couple of spots that I thought were really cool in this match. Um, there's a bit where Mendoza is beating up Danny Birch, and he's right by Roddy Strong. He just looks up at Roderick Strong and throws up the old uh, undisputed era uh, hands, <laughs> and Roddy's looking like furious. Yeah, like, yeah, eating on the apron. Um, there's a sunset uh, sunset flip by Danny Birch. Mendoza tags Aiken as he's like going over. Um, Birch doesn't see it. He thinks he's got the pin. Aiken comes in, kicks Birch like right in the base of his spine, and uh, then pushes Roddy off really hard. Against the uh, barriers, Roddy like bounces off the foot. It's like a um, ping pong ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit later on the match, um, Roddy makes a blind tag. He hits a low, a series of like kicks and backbreakers. He does one bit where he kind of like puts Mendoza over the uh, middle rope in the corner, oh, yeah. and then he gets um, Eichner up for like a belly to back and mm-hmm. like just. Him on top of me, dumps him on top. Yeah, that looked horrible. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> then he had an angle slam. I always Oops, think with Roderick Strong, like, because they go, Oh, like, he's a messiah of the back break. I'm like, Oh, just stop with this weird kind of gimmick, like, tagline you're giving him. And then I'll see things like this and think, God, he's just really inventive. Like, that's any Steve, kind yeah. of they, they just... didn't give him it. I don't yeah, think that's, they that's gave been him his it. gimmick all his career. His... Oh, has yeah. it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have not. I yeah, haven't followed him variations. before. Oh, I see. Um, I see. Variations of the backbreaker. So right, he's got right. so many. They called him the Messiah of the Backbreaker. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, he, um, where are we? So yeah, he, he eats a spinebuster by Eichner after Mendoza kicks him, and then Mendoza goes on the top rope. Roddy kind of like hangs him up. Birch makes a blind tag. Um, Roddy hits the sick kick. Definitely not the claymore. Um, on no, not and um, <laughs> and Danny Bear hits the Tower of London. Um, Nigel McGuinness's old finisher on Raul Mendoza. Oh, is that his old one? Yeah, yeah. that's um, pretty cool. It well, it was one of them. That is that is a, his old like non-submission finisher, and then his submission finisher is a what Zach Gibson uses the shanty gates. Ah, oh, of course, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the modified armbar. Um, yeah. Uh, Birch and Strong win, so they'll, it'll be Oni and Birch first. Uh, Strong and Fish apparently next week. I suppose it'll and have then, to be one of the time frame. Yeah. That's what it says, yeah. Yeah, and then um, Roddy refuses a handshake after the belt. Yeah, then it was it was, it was a fun match. Um, it was interesting it, to see the, the different <clears throat> tag teams kind of partner with each other, and I did the, think beforehand, like, oh, how... Like the whole, oh, how are they going to mesh? But it, I think that kind of, to me, showed off how good individually they are, and the fact that they were able to just kind of go into that. And yeah, there wasn't an awful lot of spots where there was like this kind of like tandem tag team thing. But all four yeah. of them on their own are, are, are really good, and that as they are in tag teams, uh, they made they made yeah. it out to be like because there's a title shot on the line, like they actually worked together. There was no. Mm. Like screwing each other over because they all wanted a title shot. Yeah, is that the thing? Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of um, things as well where, like, I'd quite happily see like them working again to get like those teams working together again. So, like, definitely, definitely. I'd quite happily see Oni, Oni and Birch against the uh, Imperium and 
quite yeah. happily see uh, Akram. Well, we've already seen uh, Undisputed Era and Imperium, but I'd see them again more. Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, they, they all just worked really well together, considering it was like a just a thrown together tag match. Yeah. Um, after this, we've got Austin Theory cutting a promo. Uh, before he can say anything, Johnny Gargano comes in and berates Sarah for bothering Austin Theory while he's trying to prepare for his match. Uh, <laughs> Johnny gives him a little pep talk and says, "You know, if if you hit, if you hurt Damian Priest, I remember that. Like soft, soften him up for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll remember that. Yeah, You're good. <laughs> um, and then Austin's like, oh, okay, okay. Um, we go straight to that match. Um, so." One thing I did like when we were talking about continuity on the Raw thing before, um, they, this is like the opposite of that, where they're yeah, actually yeah. doing continuity. So straight away from the start, Priest goes after the arm because she that was working over last week. Uh-huh. It's very um, clever. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. Uh, yeah. He hits an old school and keeps working the arm. I, uh, I When I saw him do that, I thought, oh, well, can we not call that new school? I mean, he's not old school. It's a kind of play on it. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if we hear someone call that new school in the next few weeks. I like that Damien Priest um, with his gimmick. It, it, there's a lot of like homage to other wrestlers from like when yeah. he grew up. We touched so, on this the other week with yeah. So last week he had we? Shawn Michaels gear. This yeah. week he had Diesel gear. He hit the old school. Yeah, just just like nice little things like that. Yeah, it's nice. It's not too forced, <coughs> subtle enough. But yeah, he's like best mates with Triple H when he's in the hot tub. Um, <laughs> no, nice hot, little things like that. <laughs> hot, hot tub friends. <laughs> <laughs> just going and giving him a little too sweet as he's uh, chilling in the tub. <laughs> um, a bit more awkward when he does it when he's in the bath at home though. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Theory hits a drop to hold on Priest to the middle turnbuckle and stomps the shit out of him. It's a back suplex, clothesline, standing moonsault. Um, Priest reverses the TKO into a ripcord flatliner, which looked fucking amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. I'd prefer that to be his finisher. Yeah. Because he could hit it from nowhere as well. Yeah. And yeah, it looked yeah. more devastating it, than his shit crossroads he does. Yeah, definitely. I think in this match, um, Austin Theory looked just like he got a little bit more offense in. Like the last couple of matches I've seen him in, like they've not been squash matches, but it feels did you like. Know, did you notice in Priest's promo earlier in the night he was saying about how Austin Theory was on a slip and like it does it yeah. doesn't do justice to how good he how actually good is. How good he is, yeah. The record yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't justify it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they shown that in this match where every like against Bronson Reed it was basically a squash. Yeah. Against Kashida, he had moments, but it was more or less a squash. Yeah. In this match, he did have a lot more offense. Um, definitely, I agree with you there. Um, Do you feel like they're building him up a little bit again? Because I feel like, yeah, he's obviously been punished for like stuff that's happened um, outside. Yeah. Outside. But they obviously see a future in him. Um, yeah. I mean, he's only like what twenty-two or something like that. He's young, yeah. Twenty. I think I think he's much better suited for at least the time being. Um, in NXT. Oh, he was called up way too soon. Way, way too soon, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he's very, very talented uh, mm-hmm. at this match, showing it. Yeah, um, yeah as, as the match goes on, like, it kind of, you kind of see more, like, theories starting to figure out what, like, Priest's game plan is. So, yeah. 
beast goes for a big boot, he moves out the way and then like hits him with something of his own. Um, but he's still got like the cockiness and the swagger of a heel. Mm-hmm. Like the, he, he's doing a, we were talking about Champa talking before. Theory didn't fucking shut up in this match. He was like, <laughs> just going, I can do this all day and all that. Um, I'm shite. Yeah. Um, Priest did a really nice looking Falcon Arrow out the corner where the height yeah. he got on Theory it was, was incredible. Silly. Yeah. Yeah. Again, another move he could do as a finisher instead of the fucking reckoning. Yeah. Um, the, the basically, oh shit, I've just missed a bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Theory gets Priest up for a torture rack and moves it into a blue thunderbomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they start brawling outside the ring. Priest hits a rate as his edge on the apron, which looked horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was nasty. Yeah. And then he goes in and hits the reckoning. Uh, or as I put, knock crossroads on, um, <laughs> on Austin <laughs> The <theory>. double cross. <laughs> the dual um, carriageway. <laughs> yeah, um, Damien Priest wins, and then uh, as the lights go out, and he does does the thing where he's doing his little dance, and then the lights go out, and they come back up, come back up. Uh, Johnny super kicks him, and then stands <laughs> over him and does like a little arrow thing. Arrow pull, yeah. The belt, yeah, yeah. Because the belt's in his sights. Clever that. Um, of course it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> after this, we get a swerve promo. Um, question: How is Gargano yeah. deserving of a North American title match? He's not doing anything else. There's no one else they've built up to that stage for a mid card thing. Mm. He came closest in the ladder match. Yeah. Okay. And because because they, they can't give it to anyone that was in the main event because so well, like someone like Cameron Grimes who already had a chance in the North American ladder match uh, yeah then Gargano had a chance in a North American ladder match yeah as as part of my notes I've called this next takeover takeover last minute because they've yeah. literally, <laughs> yeah. they literally like announced it was going to be a US takeover a couple of weeks ago yeah I think before wasn't it meant to be the UK one um, uh, that was end October. Yeah, it was like because they moved. Well, they moved. They moved the placeholder forward for something. Uh, um, I'm guessing it was. It could have been that. Um, anyway, it's just just them at the moment trying to cram as much content in as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Swerve says he's pinned Santos Santos Escobar twice. He wants a rematch without Legado del Fantasma, without the loaded masks, without all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Swerve, I think, is a star. I think he Swerve's awesome. I love Swerve. Yeah, um, man. What was he th- called before WWE again? Shane, Shane Strickland. Strickland. Shane Strickland. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had he had a run in um, Lucha Underground as a kill shot as well, where he was like a soldier of fortune, luchador. Awesome. So he had like a mask with like a crosshair on his forehead and like camo paints. It was awesome. That's pretty cool. Um. I had one of the most horrible death matches I've ever seen as well. Yeah, I, that was a match I first seen of him. Oh. With like him going through oh. fucking panes of glass off balcony. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, you dickhead? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I really won't swear to take that belt off Santos Escobar. I know hmm. Santos hasn't had it for a long time, but I love swear. Yeah, um, Santos is in the like he's he's good. He doesn't need the belt, and I think they could go on to kind of achieve. I don't want to say the same, 
but kind of the the levels that like undisputed era did like as a faction i think individually like legado fantasma are, are, are very creative and very talented and i think they could kind of have a similar run but they don't necessarily need a belt to do it like undisputed era at the moment like i'm still entertained watching them and none of them have got a belt See, from seeing what Santos has done like prior to WWE, because he was in Lucha Underground as well, yeah, as King Cuerno. Okay. Um, he's he's fancy. He's someone that I could see them like strapping the rocket to and putting mm. in the main event picture. Um, yeah. I think he's kind of just like hamstrung with that cruiserweight title at the moment. It's yeah, keeping him out of that. Um, but he's he, def- he definitely wouldn't seem a miss if he was up there. Mm. Um. <clears throat> After this, we've got Ridge Holland versus Antonio DeLuca. Squash, um, squash, squash! <laughs> so, my first issue with this, which it might it might be something that you've all picked up on. I um, think I might know what you're going to say. Tom Phillips says Ridge got his experience fighting in his hometown of Yorkshire. Right. Where is he from? Yorkshire. Well, Yorkshire's not a town, is it? It's a well, Yorkshire's yeah. a fucking county. Yeah. Yorkshire's massive. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where he's from. I think he's, I think he's from like Leeds or Huddersfield or somewhere. Yeah, I can't look, remember. He played rugby. It looked like he had a Leeds or... Rhinos jersey on when he was playing rugby. Yeah, uh, um, I can't remember his name. Luke Menzies. Luke Menzies. That's it. I um, who he played for. Go on, carry on. So the Luca charges Ridge from the get go, and he just Ridge is just kind of like pushing him off, like get off me, you dickhead. <laughs> Get to fuck. And then and then Ridge pushes him back again and just shins him. Then Antonio charges him again and Ridge hits a massive pounce. Like, this looked awesome. Um, follows that up with two big overheads, belly to bellies, that reminded me of Taz. Oh, yeah. Um, the way, just the way he did it, like where he like hesitates and then throws him. And then, whoo, his, yeah. his whole like mannerisms were like Taz as well. Like, yeah, I, I like this. I and do... Then, have sorry just before you go well, on um i do have a just a slight gripe about how the match started this is clearly there this is clearly designed to be a squash match and it was clearly there to make ridge holland look like you know next big thing next big like a big beast and yet kind of for the first 30 40 seconds or so this guy was getting in some offense and ridge like it looks shook i'm like just have him come out there and slap the bejesus out of him and at one point, did you I see don't know the, if he hit him. He got like a black eye. Did you see what the um what he said though in the vignette earlier in the night when they were building uh, up? I don't remember. So he, he was talking about how he used to get bullied when he was a kid, and then one day he just blacked out and then woke up and like all the kids were like lying around and beating up. So oh, and okay. that's what he was going for. That like he didn't want to fight. He's like, oh, no, I don't want to fight you. No, right, then, right, right. He kind of just snapped and blacked out and just beat the shit out of him. Like the Hulk, like you don't want to see me angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, uh, just on that before you carry on, um, Luke Menzies, aka Rich Holland, played for uh, the Salford Red Devils in 2015. Uh, the York City Knights uh, also played for Halifax and then Toronto Wolfpack. We played for a few teams before, but yeah. Oh, was Kevin uh, Nash on the Wolfpack? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where he played for for a bit, uh, playing rugby league, which is 
a barbaric version of rugby for anyone that doesn't know rugby. I don't know rugby, so yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, You're the rug- only one there, Troy. <laughs> rugby league is, yeah, it's it's quite aggressive. I remember um, playing both in school and being shit at both. Because <laughs> I didn't understand that you couldn't pass it backwards. You could only pass backwards. I was like, oh, he's there. He's there. Why can't I just... <laughs> but yeah. Typical footballer here playing rugby, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I struggled with the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, squash match, pretty much. Yeah, in the, there was a really cool bit, in, like, building up to the finish, though, where, like, he... He runs at the guy in the corner. The guy kind of hits him, and then he just headbutts him and keeps putting him just in, keeps, into, yeah. into the floor, pretty much. And it was like brutal. And then he he hits an emerald frozen for the finish that he calls Northern, Northern Grit. Northern Grit. That's it. Um, what What's the name of the finisher? Sorry, not what he's called it. Emerald frozen. Emerald frozen. Okay. It's like a reverse brain buster. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, is is like the WWE version, which is more like a reverse DDT. Right, um, right. It looks a bit like it. Remind me of Finn's. Is it Finn's nineteen sixteen? Yeah, that's sort what I was of, thinking in my head. Of. Yeah, is yeah. It not that? Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the move they give everyone, isn't it? When they start um, <laughs> that or a swing and neckbreaker or crossroads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, as as with, as Ridge is walking out, he tips his hat and then leaves. Um, after this, I, I I was really impressed by Rich Allen. I'm going to say that from the get go as well. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward on. to seeing what they do with him. Definitely. If I, I was against him, I would have just popped his kneecaps. It. He had knee knee pads on. Just go for it. Either <laughs> <laughs> nah. fucking that'll, busted you, mate. That was sort of right He Either pounced the shit out. He just slapped the head. Slap the fringe off your head. Be quiet. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to to seeing what they do with him. And um, yeah. Jay, you agree? If if they've got if they've got like the kind of trajectory they want to give him, which is being they want to push him to the fucking moon, then yeah, hmm. um, very excited to see what comes of it. Io um, Shirai interview. She's speaking in Japanese, and then she says in English, "I don't like Candice." And then the Gargano's enter, and she starts screaming at them in Japanese. And Johnny's like, I don't understand what you're saying, but I don't like it. <laughs> that might be how. <laughs> and where they're doing the interview, it's by like a, a, a pair of like double fire doors. Yeah. That open <laughs> inwards. And as Johnny's like screaming at EO, Priest just kicks the doors open. He's like, Johnny Gargano, there you are. This is like oh, shit. <laughs> it was amazing. So good. Um, and then Priest and Johnny attack each other, get separated. Um, and then it leads to them announcing later on in the show that it'll be a mixed tag match next week. Yeah, I saw that coming. So, which would be cool. Is that is that why Gargano's got a title shot? Just so they can have a build-up of like a mixed tag. <clears throat> I think it's because he's been shit talking Priest for the last couple of weeks, and he's Johnny Gargano, and Shawn Michaels loves him. Yeah, mm. which. You see in, in that Champa documentary we were talking about earlier, uh, Shawn Michaels is like best mates with Gargano and Champa. <laughs> Bezzies. He's like, oh, I've never knew I'd become best friends with guys like half my age, but here we are. Come be my bestie. I'll be it's your heart, bestie. It's heartwarming. Um, <laughs> it's wholesome. 
<laughs> after this, I think it's after this anyway. It didn't show up on my stream. I had to go onto YouTube and watch this. So I've just inserted it here because it was where I had room to write. Mm -hmm. um, we got a weird vignette. It's like night vision goggles. Um, did you see this, either of you? No, I didn't get this. Okay, Aaron's seen it. Thank fuck for that. Okay. okay, so I'll describe it to you, Troy, and then I'll ask you who you think it could be. Right. Because I've got a theory. I assume Aaron's got a theory. We discussed about someone it might be. Okay. Last week. So, let's see. Um, <clears throat> so, it's night vision goggles, and the kind of, like, walking through, it looks like, it looks like the performance center, but it's like a deserted warehouse. And there's like a, there's like a, a, a truck. It looks like a plinth or like a cabinet or something. And then, but it's got like a cloth over it. They take the goggles off, so it goes to a normal view. It, it's like a museum stand, like a glass yeah, cabinet. Yeah. And it's like sat on there. Inside oh, I see. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you pull it off and there's two NXT titles in there. But you can't tell whether it's the women's or the men's because it's like night vision still. So these both look the same. It's the same, yeah. Because obviously it's the same design but different colours. Um, oh. And then so all say, you see is the X on a <coughs> title plate, yeah. basically. And right, right. They, they say the voice is distorted as well. And they say, um, my, uh, what did they say? I put my blood into this. Um, and I'm coming back to take what's mine. And then they pick up like a javelin and throw it into the glass cabinet. And then they're holding the belt. There's one point as oh. well where they look. Yeah, there's, but you see the person, but you can't tell who it is because they've got like a big clunky jacket on. Look kind of like sanity or something like that. But there's a point in it where um, they actually... They, they are actually, I'm just getting this the poster up because I need to talk about this. They... They're looking at a table and there's posters and because of the night vision, you can only see like a corner of it. But because the internet, um, someone's figured out what poster is already. Right. Oh, no. The poster is for NXT TakeOver Orlando. Okay. So I'll run you through the card of who that could be. Oh, and at the end, sorry, it says the date of the next TakeOver. Right. You see, it's a return for the next takeover. I see, I see. So, the card was NXT Tag Championship, Triple Threat, The Revival, The Authors of Pain, DIY. It's not going to be any None of them. None of them. Eight-person eight tag match. Ty Dillinger, Ruby Riot, No Way Jose, Roddy Strong versus Sanity. Not going to be them. any of them. Andrade versus... Alistair Black. Maybe Andrade. Maybe Alistair. Uh, Asuka versus Ember Moon. Could That's be Ember. Ember, yeah. Ember Moon. Ember Moon, my pick. And Nakamura versus Bobby Roode, main events. Hmm. Oh, could be Bobby. And to add an extra Bobby! Wrinkle, <laughs> to add an extra wrinkle to this. To verify, it's got to be this poster. The next takeover is in the Thunderdome. Oh, is this it? Takeo this takeover was where the Thunderdome is in the Amway Center. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's e it's either going to be Bobby Roode or Ember Moon. Um, you can't 
you can't really see um you can't really see like which belt it is they pick up you can't really see any distinguishing features right. you see the, you see the back of the hand for a minute but you can't really you can't really pick up anything from that because as i say it's night vision so it's all fucking green anyway mm. um interesting oh i'm gutted i didn't see it. i'm gonna have to get it, find it's, that now. It's, it's on youtube so you'll you will see okay. it. I, want, I realistically i probably should have sent it over to to the group just to make sure <laughs> no that's I, right. I was like i, I enjoyed I the only, explanation <laughs> i only saw it because i saw it on youtube what the fuck's that <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah so i think it's gonna be amber moon personally because eo's not really got anyone else to fight and that would be a no. fucking amazing match and then Ember Moon is money. Yes. Ember Moon's hopefully, awesome. Hopefully she hasn't retired as well because that injury sounded bad. It sounded awful, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, main event time. The main event time for the Gauntlet Eliminator. Gauntlet Eliminator! We're going to have five men. After four <laughs> minutes, another man enters. You can only lose by pinfall or submission. Hold that. Hold that. Hold that. War games. Gauntlet <laughs> <Don't> games. <laughs> the NXT UK Heritage Cup. Um, anyway. You manga. <laughs> you manga. I think we broke through. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, anyway. <laughs> Fuck about. <laughs> Carry on, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> The match starts with Kai. <laughs> Keep this in. This is good content. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm absolutely gone. <laughs> right. As you were, uh, I'll try that to little pose toe myself. Right through, <laughs> <laughs> good grief. Uh, imagine when actual war games happens, how many regal impressions are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> War games! War games! <laughs> Come on then, you little toe rag. Anyway. Um, you top hat. <laughs> oh, fuck my life. Anyway, so um, Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly and Kashida start. It, this felt like an MMA fight. It was like a lot of grappling, a lot of submission attempts. Yeah. Um, they, they trade strikes for a little bit. It was, it was really fun. I, I'd, I'd love to see them like be given proper time for like a takeover match to be honest I said the um, same later on with O'Reilly and I think Thatcher, Thatcher. yeah like, I was just give too. me them in a one-on-one or Kushida and O'Reilly in a one-on-one I forgot how much I enjoyed watching Kyle O'Reilly he's got not yeah. an unorthodox style of fight but he's just a bit different like you can clearly tell he's very technical <clears throat> and very skilled and I like yeah. that he kind of he, he lies he'll go to the floor straight away and go for the legs and it's like people don't know what to do with it he hits a lot of like hard hitting strikes. Um, yeah, yeah, it reminds me a lot of Zack Saber Jr. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meets Daniel Bryan though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um, so yeah, um, Shida works over the arm. Um, as I say, they're, they're trading loads of kicks and strikes. Um, then at the four minute mark, big thick Bronson comes in, um, and he just he just throws throws it's them around like. Uh, <laughs> tits are hanging out. <laughs> Thick uh, baps. <laughs> throws them around like they're nothing. Yeah. The, um, he picks up Kashida and just throws them at Kyle O'Reilly. 
Um, <laughs> then he goes for a double Samoan drop. Um, Kashida fights out with a double hamstring, el- hamstring elbow. Um, more trading of uh, submission hold. This bit didn't make sense, but it looked good, so I'm not going to pick too much of a gripe with it, where they were trading submission holds, but then breaking them up. So, like, Kyle yeah. Riley, either in an armbar, Bronson stomped on him, and then Kyle turned that into a knee bar. Yeah, and then yeah. Kashida hit a moonsault and gets the hoverboard lock, and then I think Bronson just like booted them or something. Mm. <laughs> there were a couple of occasions where kind of Kashida and O'Reilly <clears throat> tried the the two on one kind of approach on Reed, and there were several occasions throughout this match where they really made Reed look like a strong like the, the big, they big made threatness. Reed look yeah like an absolute powerhouse in this match. Yeah, um, deservedly so as well. I think he's awesome. Yeah. He's been fantastic recently. Um, well, just in general, but more so recently. Yeah. Uh, so, Reed goes up top to hit the tsunami. Kyle O'Reilly meets him. Kashida comes up. He gets pushed off. He does like a handstand kick on both of them. Yeah. Uh, Reed kind of falls across the top rope. Kyle O'Reilly hits the barrier and just bounces off the floor. And the ref's like, shit, Kyle, are you okay? Can you continue? As the ref's checking up, Velveteen Dream comes in, hits the Dream Valley driver on Kushida and then Reed hits the Tsunami and eliminates Kushida. I'm um, going to assume that's going to be a match at TakeOver as well. Kushida and Dream. dream. They've been Better building be. it up. Yeah. It's um, been, yeah, it's been building for a little bit. I'd imagine so. Kushida needs to go over in that because they need to fucking push the shit out of him. Yeah, um, yeah. Such a, a high-profile you know. sign to come in and do, do fuck all. It's, it's infuriating. Mm. I know he's had some injuries, like, but... Yeah, yeah. What, like, one and only World Cup champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, where are we um, so Thatcher's the next entrant yeah uh, so pretty much straight after that um, elimination Thatcher comes out and then they go to a commercial break and they it's come back ridiculous there's like nine <laughs> seconds left on the clock after the break yeah they come back and then it's Cameron Grimes coming out um, <laughs> Cameron Grimes gets a flurry of offence he leaves his hat on for a little bit of it and then he goes to hit like a big move and they go shit and takes his hat off and puts it down <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, I quite like Cameron Grimes. I think I do. He's a initially he used to piece f- of shit. That's the thing. Yeah, it irritates the fuck out of me. And I'm like, if I look past that and go, no, that is his gimmick. <laughs> it's all right. And I think if you look, if you look like a skinny caveman, you would be the same. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if it was you guys who sent it to or someone else. I think it might have been you guys in one of our earlier episodes where, like, I get like kind of early Chris Jericho vibes off him. Where he's like that kind of like really kind of irritating, mouthy, like Ayatollah of rock and like, roller. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Like obviously not he, to, to Jericho's level, but just He over reminds there. me a bit of Christian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like, can see that. I that's see the that. vibe I get off him that he's just a little shit. Yeah. Like Christian yeah. was when he was like the creepy little bastard. Yeah. Um but I'll buy into it. He's cool. I, I, I don't yeah. mind watching him now. Um there's a lot of cool bits between all four guys here, so I'm just going to kind of breeze through this. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so, Cameron Grimes hits a horrible-looking penalty kick on Kyle O'Reilly while he's on the apron. <laughs> um, Grimes does, like, his initial flurry, and then Reed takes him out, and everyone's down. Um, he, I think he hit, like, a spinning, like, Yorinagi. It looked fucking mm. brutal. Um That'll be a good finish for him, actually, I think. Yeah, Save I like him that. Top all the time and jumping off. Save his yeah, legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor sod. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as they're all down, like, you see 
Kyle O'Reilly kind of rolls onto the apron and Timothy Thatcher rolls out and just storms over to Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> and then they start like punching and kicking each other on the fucking apron. It's horrible. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. Rolling. Um Timothy Thatcher's awesome. I fucking love him. Um yeah. money. Money. Yes, money indeed. <laughs> uh, and then after he's knocked Kyle O'Reilly down, he gets um reading like a sleeper on while he's on the apron between the with the ropes between them. Mm. Um and then Grimes breaks it up with like a roundhouse kick. Kyle O'Reilly hits a diving knee on Thatcher. Grimes goes to do a dive and Reed like punches him. But so Grimes is like leading on the ropes and then he just pulls the rope. Yeah. So Grimes goes over anyway and takes him out. <laughs> then he decides he's not gonna not gonna dive. And because he didn't because he hesitated whether to dive or not, Timothy Thatcher just chops the fuck out of him. Chop, chop, um, chop. <clears throat> yeah. Um so Reed hits a death eye driver on Timothy Thatcher. Power bombs Kyle O'Reilly, and then Grimes comes in and like hangs Reed up as Reed's going for this tsunami. Mm. A lot of this match, like it's such a little thing, but it's Jake Roberts always talks about it, like with psychology. He was always going for the D, the DDT. Yeah, yeah. Um, Reed, every chance he was given, he'd go for the the splash. Yeah, yeah. He'd go for the tsunami. Yeah. Um, it, it ends up obviously being like it's folly in this match, but mm. it was really it was really cool, like psychological thing to see. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, um, Grimes mauls Reed. He throws him out out the ring, and then uh, sorry, Reed throws him out the ring, and then mm-hmm. dives on everyone. Um, during the break, Cameron Grimes and Tim Thatcher take turns of beating the shit out of Kyle O'Reilly and Bronson Reed. <laughs> Back from the break. Uh, they all decide to just team up on Reed because he's like, the he's threat. just coming back, coming back. Yeah. Reed hits a really cool move where he gets, I think it's Timothy Thatcher in a reverse DDT position and Grimes runs at him and he picks him up for a year oh, and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he kind of like pops his hips and drops him on top of yeah. of Thatcher and hits the move at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that looks sweet. Yeah, he then goes up for a tsunami on uh, Tim Thatcher, Grimes the scat distracts him he misses it um kyle o'reilly hits a diving knee drop to the back to the back of reed mm-hmm. to pin him and eliminate him as soon as the three counters hit timothy thatcher's got the right idea he grabs kyle o'reilly right on him yeah and then kyle o'reilly rolls through gets an ankle lock of his own and from that they both like try and reverse it and end up striking the fuck out of each other they, that exchange was brutal like it just yeah Slapping the there tar were, out of each other. There was a few times where it was just O'Reilly kicking the fuck out of Thatcher. <laughs> Thatcher, like, just... That's the thing, like, his punches, they looked almost like open-hand slaps. Yeah, yeah. But they were just, like, looked horrible. It was like, mm. oh, man. I wrote um, down at this point, I would absolutely love to just see a one-on-one between those two. Yeah, same. so um, good. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd love that um, myself. It, after like many exchanges of like various strikes and suplexes between um, Kyle O'Reilly and Timothy Thatcher, they keep it's kind of like it's between those two, and they just keep getting rid of Cameron Grimes after a little bit. Yeah, um, there's a bit where they're brawling, and Cameron Grimes walks between the two to try and break it up, and like get himself involved, and they just hit him and he falls out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then during the strikes, Kyle O'Reilly goes for a roll up, like he dodges a strike and rolls up for Thatcher just out, out of nowhere and eliminates him. And then straight off the pinfall of this, mm-hmm. Cameron Grant the cave in the double, the standing double stomp. 
Like a um, dirty little rat. Yeah, like a little <laughs> shit he is. Like an um, absolute skid mark. Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> just gets a rope break. Um, Cameron Grimes just starts kicking the fuck out of him. Kyle O'Reilly goes, Adam Cole's the best member of the Undisputed Era. You're not him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you trade more strikes. <laughs> trade more strikes. Um, Cameron Grimes, sorry, Kyle O'Reilly goes for a crossbody on Cameron Grimes. Mid-air, Cameron Grimes spins it round to a Spanish fly. That looked fucking That's incredible. Awesome. Yeah. I was really, like, what really happened cool. there? Like, and then it's a two count and Grimes looks devastated. And then they're on the knees and they start punching each other. At one point, Kyle O'Reilly dragging screws Grimes, but instead of grabbing his knee, he grabs like the ball of his ankle. Yeah. And, uh, horrible. <laughs> it looks horrid. Yeah. And then Grimes goes for a cave and misses, lands on his bad foot and is like holding it. And then, Kyle O'Reilly just gets him in a heel hook and home him out. straight in on it. Yeah, yeah, um, really good match. Very, very long, especially yeah. considering they literally did this for the last half an hour. Mm-hmm. So, but it felt way longer than it was. It did. Yeah, um, it did. After the match, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong come out to congratulate Kyle O'Reilly. Finn comes out and stands on the entrance from the entrance and stares them down. Was that where you thought you saw Bobby Fish? Yeah, I thought for some reason Bobby Fish came out and celebrated as well. I could have sworn they were all in there. I don't. You got a bit of Mandela effect there, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't Bobby Fish. It was a uh, what was Fandango's name for him? Billy Fish. Billy Fish. Billy, Billy Fish. Fish. Mandela Mandela effect confirmed. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good show. Really good match. Yeah. Um, a little longer, probably. Like we said earlier, probably. Maybe a little longer than than necessary or than I, I we felt, wanted, but yeah, I felt the pace of it was weird because there was like two really long matches to open and close the show to bookend mm. the show, and everything in between felt a little bit like rushed and yeah, not not like it could get into another gear. No, yeah, but just I did to really get through enjoy the motions. Theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was it was good overall. Um, yeah. I'm super, super happy to see that O'Reilly won that. Like, yeah, real, like I've I've liked him for for a while, and it was it, it's a weird thing with the undisputed era because as good as they are as a faction, Adam Cole's clearly the standout. And although they've all had their individual successes in other promotions, it was hard to say which one of them would be a breakout or they would give a breakout to from the three, and obviously. Fish has had kind of tag team success. Strong was North American champion for a bit. And Fish was tag team. Um, sorry, O'Reilly was tag team champion as well. Um, but yeah, going into this, I wouldn't have said O'Reilly was going to come out to Victor. But I'm really, no really way. glad that he was. I thought it was one of them where I saw him in there. I was like, well, that's weird that they put him in there. But then because they did the little thing with Champa the week previous, week. I thought, I thought oh, Champa was going to just take him out. But then I was like, well, we just had Finn versus Thatcher. We're not getting that again. Not getting that again. As great as it was. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we, they'd been teasing Finn and Cameron Grimes. I can't remember if they had Yeah, they had. Match. No, I, I, yeah, I thought that a while ago, maybe a couple of months ago. Didn't Grimes, didn't Grimes beat Finn because uh, Damien Priest attacked Finn before the match? Uh, um, maybe. Like a couple of months back. Yeah. And yeah. then... Bronson Reed, I thought that would have been a good pick, but I feel like they've got bigger things in mind for him. I feel, yeah, I feel I agree. like they're saving his main event push for when Cross is back and it's champ again. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. And it's another big guy that cross can just maul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good, though. It was really cool. And I think uh, for some people, I think O'Reilly was definitely an unexpected winner in that, but a, a refreshing <clears throat> choice. And again, it's, yeah. it's another match that we're going to see that we haven't seen before. It's not kind of a rehash or something else. Um, and it'll be cool to see. I know we were saying about Finn Balor the other week when he uh, faced Thatcher and how whoever Thatcher faces, they have to adapt to his style. And it'll be interesting now to see someone like Kyle O'Reilly against Finn Balor. Kyle O'Reilly, obviously very technical, very hard hitting. And I think that will be a really cool match between them because we know that Balor's got that kind of fighting style in him as well. We don't necessarily see it all the time. But, yeah. Um, well, he did that with um, Tim Thatcher, didn't he, the match? Um, mm. Where he like adapted that style. And then O'Reilly's a bit more like, a bit more like faster paced, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that'd be fun, really fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to that match. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, overall, decent episode of NXT. Really, really yeah. impressed. Um, so yeah, that wraps things up for, for NXT. Uh, before we sign off for this episode, um, great news. We have managed to sort out our social media presence. Thanks Woo! to Aaron and Jay. Uh, Aaron uh, has set up our new Facebook page. Don't pull uh, the curtain back. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we now have a Facebook page. So you should be able to find us on Facebook um, at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Um, we are now also on Twitter after much, much debacle. I think we're still in Twitter jail. Are we? <laughs> from, when I, from when I checked um, earlier, they said it would be a couple of hours. We're still like restricted. Um, oh, ba- man. Basically, started the started Twitter page. Um, it's untitled rest w-r-e-s pod um or if you put untitled wrestling podcast you will find us um but i started following like lots of wrestlers because i thought well at least then we can all kind of like access the news parts of stuff for us to make it easier and it thought i was a bot multiple times so <laughs> it, it uh, suspended the camp for suspicious activity when i was just trying to follow my favorite wrestlers <laughs> um, but we are still following Jeff Jarrett, so all is all is all is not lost. <laughs> the, the the king of the mountain is followed by us. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I already follow us. I am the king of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we get a follow back from Jeff Jarrett, I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll be like Aaron with Ziggler. Made up. <laughs> I love Jeff Jarrett. He's so shit. He's good. <laughs> So yeah, good news. We are now on uh, various social media outlets. And we'll be doing a watch along on Sunday. Yes, we will do. Doing a watch along through our new Facebook page. So when you get a moment, drop us a like on there. Um, Join us for a watch along uh, for Clash of Champions, which should be fun. Uh, And as I say, uh, as Jay says, sorry, we are on Twitter as well. um, Untitling Respod. That's it. Untitled (laughs) Respod. So yeah. That's that. We'll catch you guys soon. Thanks a lot. Cheers, guys. Take care.